I ever tell you about Ahsoka Tano? She was your father's exotic teenage alien apprentice, a fine piece of jailbait from a more civilized age. She had the tightest body and the perkiest little breasts in the galaxy, barely legal in most systems. Anakin and I used to double-team her at the end of every successful campaign during the Clone Wars, and once in a while we'd even have the entire 501st run a train over her, part of official Jedi training, of course. In time... She learned how to handle a meat saver better than anyone in the Jedi Temple. No, we can never, I can't. She wore a mini skirt every day, so we told her there were no panties in space. But it, like, recorded, I don't know how. And since she was constantly doing acrobatics, you'd get a glimpse of her orange pussy mid-fight as she'd do a flip while slicing a B2 super battle droid in half. Alright, that's enough of that. Welcome back to another episode of... The Sunday Porch Podcast, guest episode number two, here as always with Will O'Neill, and today, special guest, Ori Rickler. Hello. Going on? Yeah, um, no super excited. Everyone just heard. I didn't hear any of that, <laughs> Obi-Wan Ahsoka shit. It's pretty funny. I've actually, I've heard that before. I was before. just dying laughing. <laughs> so yeah, I think I'm, something with like these, these intros, I think I'm the only one that can ever hear it. And so it's a mystery to everybody, even even why large percent of the podcast. Now nah, you're good. So what have you been up to, Ori? Or wait, do you want to give like a brief introduction of yourself? Yeah, sure. No, I mean I've just been uh, boys with Will now for eight years or so. When's the uh, next time you're going to be coming coming out to Buffalo? I think we. Secured our lifetime ban from Brightsmith, if you remember the fucking <laughs> shit you pulled. <laughs> yeah, dude, so that's, that's fair. That's fair. I feel I feel like I have this, like, <laughs> terrible streak of b- being on my be- absolute best behavior every time we're hanging out. <laughs> no, dude, that was terrible. I don't know if they'll hold you. The manager of Brightsmith texted my ex to text me. To tell you guys to shut the fuck up. Oh. A scene, bro. The one sip IPA. Yeah, the one sip IPA. That kind of did me in, honestly. So, I was overserved. Lawsuit pending. Brightsmith Brewing Company. <laughs> so, Ori, I want to get into, um, like, uh, your, like, the shrooms kind of bender you've been on leading up to last weekend and then where you think you'll go from here um like with hallucinogens because i don't think we talked that much about you and john's last uh experience yeah man this has been a fucking week and probably like coming on the uh the podcast prematurely to talk about all this stuff but this has been easily just like the most terrifying week of my entire life. Eh, life-changing week for sure. So, I mean, you know, like we've done shrooms a good amount of times. I've probably done them like six or seven times. So I never go above like two grand. First of all, this podcast is the thing that fucks me from getting into Congress. This is... Oh, yeah. But fuck it. I, I mean... Um, but yeah, man. So we, I mean, we've done them a good amount of times. I've never done over two grams and I've had, you know, amazing trips. I've had bad trips. Um, and 
two grams is usually too much for me. Usually I just do 1.5 because I usually have a bad trip on two. Um, but this past Saturday, I decided to do six grams. The hero does. Yeah. The hero does. One gram over the hero does actually. So, or, or, or I don't want to interrupt, I don't want to interrupt you at all, but just like, so I myself, I've I've never touched hallucinogens. I, I don't ever plan on it. And just like for some of our listeners too, I just, I just want you to give like some sort of frame of reference as to like how much that is. Like, like if someone was to like start out with that drug like what what would be like a normal dosage just because i i don't know anything about it and i'm sure people listening don't also so just just it's some sort of frame of reference yeah i I mean i personally think the perfect dose is 1.5 but that's for me and and like i i think shrooms affect me like way more powerfully than i think they do other people just like in terms of doses because my Mm -hmm. friend john like he could take five grams of shrooms and he feels fine. Like he can just chill on the couch, listen to music. Um, but me, absolutely not. And even on two grams of shrooms, like, you know, well, I mean, we did two grams at one time. Well, I, I absolutely freak out. I also smoked too. So that, that probably um, contributed to that. But you mean, yeah, the, t- I mean the time people, when you, you took your shoes off and ran through the field? Yeah, that time. Okay. We can talk about that time. That time was also yeah. a great time. Great, great, good thing to talk about as well. But yeah, that was uh, my first bad trip, bad, bad experience with mushrooms. But yeah, dude, I also threw all my shoes out when we got home. Yeah. I threw all my shoes in the garbage. No idea why. But yeah, so frame of reference, I, I think for for most people, like one gram, 1.5 grams uh, does the job. Um, but uh yeah yeah i i but so for that saying that i ended up doing six grams so just like i mean an insane amount of mushrooms and um i'll preface this by saying like i for the you know four listeners out there um (laughs) i don't want them to like be turned off uh, and like for you, Connor, like I, I don't want this to like turn off anyone from. Yeah, I mean, my, my my mind personally is 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 made up on that. Just like I I, I don't trust myself mentally, but um. Yeah, and that's totally okay. And like honestly, man, before this last trip, I tell you like all these great things about mushrooms and why you should do them, but I realize now like it, it is for like you have to want to take them and, and be ready for you know, feeling like altered states of consciousness and, and, you know, even take them with like a guide. Like there's people out there who kind of guide you through the trip and Mm -hmm. moving forward. If I ever do mushrooms again, like I'm only going to do them with a guide. And, you know, like we always used to take them for fun. Like it's fun to just eat some mushrooms, watch a wacky movie and just like laugh at like the, the wall or whatever. But after this, this was just like a whole another fucking world that you know i just kind of jumped in feet first but either way so that that, that's the context for people and and like i said i I just don't want to freak like you out or people out from and and discourage people from taking mushrooms and like after i kind of talked through like what i went through and all this shit like it might end up being a good thing and a great experience but yeah I, i don't really know because sure. I'm going to talk about, like, what's happened this week and, like, what I experienced. But I can't tell you, like, what's going on or, or anything like that, if that makes right. sense. 
Yeah, um, yeah, and just just as an added disclaimer, on the other hand, we are also not in any way encouraging drug use yeah, on the sure. internet. Yeah, why not? Um, but yeah, so again, I'm going to tell you what happened. I can't really tell you what's going on or explain too much. And, and I think like, you know, later on, I'll hop on the pod again. And, you know, I can talk a little bit more to all this, but for sure, way. always welcome. So I ended up taking six grams of shrimps and I did this kind of on accident. I made the, the ultimate mistake, the mistake that you should never do, which is take shrooms and then take more shrooms because you don't think it's working. And that's the same with like edibles or whatever. So many people make that mistake. I knew that I was making that fucking mistake and I I just didn't. The thing is we took them and usually mushrooms take like 20 minutes to an hour to kick in. We took, I took three grams of shrimps. So I was already pushing myself because I didn't want to push myself. And, um, and after two and a half hours, nothing was happening. And we still had six more grams of shrimps. And I was with my friend. I won't say his name, I guess. But, uh, and yeah, just no, nothing was happening. So we decided to send it and, and make the mistake. And consciously, I knew I was making the fucking mistake. But it really wasn't working. Right after I ate those, bro, we started playing a game of chess. The whole chess. I have like this marble chess board. Um, and the entire chessboard started fucking like wiggling and shit. And, you know, like all the marble grains started moving around and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, fuck, here we go. Like that's liftoff. Um, what they call it. Like I know the feeling. Like, okay, I'm going into the trip. So my friend, he's like, he starts tripping as well. So we sit down on the couch and, you know, we throw on some music. We put on, uh, listen, Pet Sounds by Beach Boys. I don't know if you guys listen to that album. Great album. Mm-hmm. and we're having a great time we're laughing and it's just a fantastic trip all the way around like this feels like any other trip i've ever had i'm sitting on the couch i'm listening to music everything is great me and him like at some points we're just dying laughing at nothing because you know that sometimes that happens and we're talking about shit just like a great shrooms trip so pet sounds ends that's like that album's like 40 minutes or something and then we threw on uh abby Rose. And Abbey Road starts, and I just kind of this feel like feeling came like on me that just like nothing mattered. Like I don't know, I was just like, if my house burns down, nothing fucking matters. <laughs> if, the, if I break all, like I have a record collection, and I cared about the record collection, but I was just like, if I fucking break all these records in half, nothing fucking matters. <laughs> like I'm always careful with them, but with Abbey Road, bro, we just fucking were ripping that shit, dude. I wait. So Wait, I you just know. you destroyed the Abbey Road album? No, I, I didn't destroy okay. it, but I was just, like, not careful at all. I just, like, shoved my hand in, crinkled the paper, like, ripped the record out. And the funny thing is, so this, I have an original Abbey Road, so it's from 1969, and there's, like, this, um, the dude, like, the, the original plastic wrapping that it came in is still on it, right? Oh, sorry, it's, it's still on it. And, like, some guy thought like felt it was so important to keep that original plastic wrapping on this abbey road and then on shrooms like i just fucking ripped that shit off like like, i just bought it too the other day and some guy for the past 50 years 
has felt it was so important to keep his plastic wrapping on. And then just this dude who was high on shrooms just like ripped just it off. Ripped it off. Bro, I, I would <laughs> imagine there's some huge Beatles fans that, that would, would would think you had committed a crime right there. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. It, it, but it is what it is. And, and I, I mean, I don't give a fuck today. And so th- this just feeling that nothing matters came on me. And like, yeah, I guess it's like kind of a good cathartic experience or something, but I start getting very overwhelmed and like anxious. The shrooms start hurting my stomach. And usually that's when I know I'm going to have a little bit of just like a, a part of a bad trip. Like maybe like a couple minutes of it's going to be bad when I start getting nauseous because the shrooms, shrooms always upset my stomach for some reason. Um, so my friend, he's chilling on the couch. He's having a good time. And I'm like, yo, dude, I, I got to just like, go upstairs and like lay in my bed for a little bit. Right when I lay in my bed, it just, everything fucking hits me. It's like either, it's like the peak of the first three grams of shrooms I ate and the peak of the second three grams of shrooms I ate, like all came on me at once. Um, and I'm just in bed and I'm like grabbing my blanket and I got like the, the like what picture, the picture that came in my head. Have you ever seen um, Into the Wild? Where the dude, you know, goes to Alaska. All right, he's in the boxes. Yes. Remember when he eats the poisonous seeds? Yeah. He's yeah. Just, like, he's, like, on the ground in the fetal position. He's just like, fuck it all. Like, that shit. Yeah. That's the exact, like, experience. Like, because I just watched that movie. Like, I mean, I've seen it before, but I watched it, like, three days before this trip. So, like, yeah. I just have that, like, image in my head. And then, like, I literally, I thought I was dying. I, I like... In an act, in a literal way, not like, oh, I thought I was dying. Like I thought I couldn't. Like in my head, I was like, holy shit! I just ingested like this poisonous fucking plant, and like this is it. I'm fucking dead. So I'm just like convulsing, like just rolling back and forth on my bed, like grabbing my stomach. My stomach kills, and I'm rolling on my bed. I, I'm thinking I'm dead gonna die i'm like oh my god like my mom like someone's gonna have to tell my mom all this shit like this is like a classic trip. this is fucking nothing then like the next level hits and it's like i was kind of conscious like that i was losing my mind like not you know how people people are like oh i lost my mind over this when i say losing my mind like i was like oh my god like this is what feeling crazy is like like there's crazy yeah. people you know, you go to New York City and there's some dude fucking screaming, like, in front of the subway, you know, walking around. Like, that type. I was like, this is what his mind is like. And I was like, mm. I have absolutely lost my fucking mind. And I was like, nothing fucking matters. Like, if my house burns down, like, and I die right now, like, it just, it all doesn't fucking matter. And I was like, I fucked myself. I'm going to be crazy for the rest of my life. I'm going to be, like, in a mental institution. Okay? So that was, like, that thing. Then the next phase kicks in. And this is one of the most terrifying experiences of my entire life. (laughs) I close my eyes and everything, like uh, who I am, everything is just like gone. And I'm in like an abyss. And there's just this, like the sounds of my room. It was like in my ears or something. It was like, like that, like crazy (laughs) going through my head. There was millions of triangles, like 
I, I think, like just like millions of triangles, just like going in and out of each other, all over the place. The, the, it was like the sound was so loud of just like millions of vibrations. And, and like when people say like, oh, like time doesn't exist, like when they get to that state, 100% fucking true. Like I literally felt like I was in a dimension where time just was not a thing. And like, I felt like, I, I felt like it was like 20 years that I was going through this. Like it felt like it never ended. And in, in hindsight, it might only been like 30 minutes or an hour. And I'm just in my bed, I'm freaking out. And I, I, I still had an internal monologue. I just kept telling myself, I'm like, it's okay. Like you will get, like, it is going to end. Like it's just drugs. Like it's a trick. Like it's going to end. And, and in this, like, whatever realm or whatever, whatever. Um, like I forgot who I was. Like, I didn't remember my name. I didn't remember my mom's name, like complete loss of identity, everything just absolutely to this day, the most terrifying experience of my life. And it fit, it felt like a near death experience. It's hard for people to understand because people have actual near death experiences where it's like, you know, they get fucking know, shot or something. But like, for me, it just felt like a near death experience because I, I was just so convinced that this was the end, that I was going to die. And right. it's like eight o'clock. I'm finally coming out of it. And it, it's still intense. Everything is fucking crazy. But I finally have been able to turn my light on and like sit up in my bed. But I, I can't come downstairs. And like, I'm just like, it's going to end. It's going to end. Like, don't worry about it. It's almost over. And it starts to like subside a little bit. I go down, uh, you know, I see my friend. He's done tripping already. It's like eight o'clock. Oh, yeah, it's eight o'clock. We took him at two o'clock. Shrooms are supposed Jesus to last like Christ. four hours. Yeah, sorry, I didn't include that. All right, it's eight fucking <laughs> o'clock. I'm still tripping balls. Like, <laughs> like I, I left this dimension around that I was in, but still tripping fucking balls. Like, yeah, whatever. He finally goes home, and I was actually kind of happy he went home because I was able to just relax and calm down a little bit. But still tripping. I threw on Edge of Tomorrow with like Tom Cruise, just yeah. like some fucking movie, and yeah, just so I could just watch a movie, calm down, turn my brain off. Um, and I was tripping until like ten thirty. So took him at two, and my trip was until ten fucking thirty, which is insane. Like, for, yeah, again, for people who don't do shrooms. Like, it usually only lasts, like, four hours or something. This thing lasted, whatever that is, like, eight and a half hours. Um, so that was just the trip. But all the other crazy shit happened this week. But either way, trip was insane. Craziest fucking experience in my entire life. Like, super scary, whatever. Um, and I, I, I guess I, I don't want to, like, I, I don't really know exactly what happened when I experienced but I think a lot of people would call it like an ego death because like right. I was and like I did feel afterwards like just dead. Like it's kind of a hard feeling to explain, but mm -hmm. not necessarily yeah exactly sure. But I believe I I had you know an ego death and not fucking chill at all, dude. There's a lot of like people out there and you know a lot of them are posers. They're like oh yeah. I experienced ego death or yeah, I really want to have an ego death. That shit was the most terrifying fucking experience of my life. And yeah, to get to ego death, 
even if that was like a scrape of ego death, like I'm good. I, I don't need a fucking ego death. That shit fucking sucked. But yeah. the real shit happened afterwards. <clears throat> so I the next day, um, we I had people over for the Jake Paul fight. It was chill. Will was there. My friends John and Alina, they were there. And mm-hmm. I was fine. Like, I was consciously thinking, like, yeah, I feel good. I Like, things that used to matter to me, like, don't, I guess. Like, the way I look or things like that. So I'm like, yeah, that's how you're supposed to feel after you go down. Whatever. Cool. You guys go home, bro. And this just feeling gets subsiding, like, of pure emptiness and meaninglessness like i can't even explain the feeling but it it wasn't like depression it was just like complete emptiness like nothing um and these past like five days i've been going through it now i won't get like too into like i was in a very dark place and it sent me yeah just really dark place um and i'm out of it so it's hard to even really talk like totally understand it and uh, forever i will empathize with people who have mental health because it's so hard to explain because like you guys you guys are you and like what i'm going through is in my own head so it's like almost impossible for anyone to totally understand what people are going through but like so for these past four days i have felt like absolutely soulless completely empty meaninglessness not depressed just empty and it's like it led me to very dark thoughts dark places because i just I, I can't even explain the feeling and like i would i was hanging out with my ex just to like try to get my head off things oh no <laughs> it works man i understand <laughs> just like someone to be there. Like, right you know be there like i'm not gonna fucking hang out with you at 1 a.m like on my couch watching (laughs) you can hang out with me at 1 a.m or yeah but uh while in the pot (laughs) yes i it it was nice because it it was nice to someone who's like yeah but um but yeah not really something i can totally explain but really the the worst i've ever felt in my entire life and the scariest, like, dude, I had fear because I thought that I fucked my brain up forever. I thought I was forever going to feel like this because I was looking up online, like there's called like chronic emptiness, like people who always like as a mental health condition, always feel empty, like nothing. Uh, and again, really hard feeling to explain, but, um, and, and I reached out to a therapist. I was going to start going on, going to therapy. I was having horrible anxiety attacks. Like I've never had anxiety attacks in my entire life. Jesus. I like, about like having to pull my car over into a parking lot because like my chest was super tight. I could barely breathe. Like I've never had anxiety attacks in my entire life. So for these four days, I was just freaking out. I, I just, I really thought I fucked my brain up forever or I was going to be dealing with this for like a year or two years. I looked up online. A lot of people, there are stories where people feel this and they have anxiety attacks. And the big thing is, you know, like ego death for some people is like a beautiful feeling. They come out of it feeling completely connected to the world and loving the world, loving everyone. And I was the complete opposite. I was unconnected, loveless, everything. And they say that's because like 
that is a possibility if you reject the ego death and like when you're in that you're just like rejecting the whole that state of consciousness which i absolutely did i was like i cannot wait for this to be over it will be over i was freaking out the entire time okay yeah. this is where the story gets fucking insane i how many of this is like keeps getting like crazy oh, yeah. it's awesome yeah. <laughs> this is where like the mind-blowing stuff happens and where this will change me forever for my life so I'm looking at myself. I'm like, I gave myself a true mental health condition that I'll have the re- for a very long time. I'm going to have to go to therapy, all this stuff. I go to this spiritual healer guy. This oh, dude's name is Chuck. Wait, is this? Um, Which doctor? This Is this Dayana's yep. guy? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can't. That's awesome. Because my thing is who else would understand yeah. like, what I'm going through. Like a therapist, I, I wouldn't be able to put it into terms that a therapist could understand that the, unless she also has used psychedelics and have entered these dimensions. Um, so, <laughs> so I, I, I set up a, a meeting with Chuck, this dude's like downtown Buffalo. He's in like the second story of this random building. There's like not really anything in this building. So this was last night. So this is why it's like, it's weird talking about all this stuff. I'm still going through a lot of these things, but mm-hmm. um, this dude, Chuck, he's like 50 years old, like long white beard, long white hair, like Gandalf white, like uh, dude's probably like 40, 50 years old. How did you get in contact with this guy, Chuck? What's up? How'd you get in contact with him? Where, <laughs> so, where did you meet this character? We, we, we had a friend, Dayana. And Dayan always talked about Chuck. This was a year ago. Yeah. And I, he's the only person I could think of from all the way back a year ago. I looked him up on Google to find him and he doesn't have a website or anything. He just has like a link on meetup.com to like schedule like a, a visit, a consultation. Um, and dude, awesome. today, uh, like I literally, I was wandering around in the woods for like four hours. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was like, they were like, oh, get connected to nature. And I was sitting by a river for like an hour. And I just, nothing changed. I felt still completely unconnected. And it's just so, just like scared. Because I was like, oh my God, I am going to be crazy for the rest of my life. I fucked up. I just, I took a bunch of drugs like a fucking idiot and I fucked myself. Either way, I get to Chuck uh, and I... Again, I, I hope people can, like, understand what this dude looks like. Like, exactly what you think a spiritual healer named Chuck looks like is what he looks like. Again, like, <laughs> long white beard, yeah. long white hair. All right, right so we get up. Yeah, so we, we, we get up to his room, and he's like, sit down. And I'm sitting in this chair, and we're, like, probably five feet apart, face towards each other. And he's like, why are you here? And I explain, you know, what I'm going through in the whole thing. And he's like, oh, okay, I see, I see. And he's like, all right, spread your feet apart. And then he like makes like a triangle, like he's trying to catch a football kind of thing. And he's like, let me look at what's going on. And like, we're five feet apart. So from the other side of the room, he's just like looking through his hands. And he's like, all right, like I, I see what's going on. And he's like, you turned off your DNA. Oh, Jesus. Mm. 
Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna preface this too by saying this. Like, Will, you know, you've known me since I'm 14. Like, I am yeah. very cynical and very right. skeptical about all of this shit. All right. And when he started off by saying that, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm. There's no hope for me. I'm fucking dead. Because <laughs> he's, he's like, you. My DNA turned off. Yeah, my DNA turned. Off. And I was like, <laughs> shit. So, so unscientific. I'm like, what the fuck that, like, you can't turn your DNA off. Like, if they at me through a microscope, like, in my cells, it wouldn't just be, like, gray DNA with, like, a blinking, like, you know, power light, like, recharge. Recharge. Um, and he's like, your, your DNA has been turned off, and it's detached from your past memories. And that did actually hit me. Because when I was feeling all these feelings of emptiness, like, I couldn't even remember. It's like, I know that I have memories of being me, but they felt like it was someone else's memories. If that makes sense. Like I, I just, I knew the yep. memories, but like they didn't feel like my memories. So when you mm-hmm. said that, I was like, all right. So he's like, we can fix this. So he like comes to me and he's like standing next to me. He's like, he has his like hands out. Right. Like on like in front of my front of my body and then my back of my body. And he's just kind of like staying there. And he's like, okay, all right. And he's doing like, you know, just like something with his hands. And then he also has me stand up and he's like pushing on like parts of my spine and shit like that. Just like really wacky. And he's like, he was talking about, I can't totally remember everything. He was like, we're opening your heart up or turning your DNA back on. And we're relighting your like neural pathways, something like that. Mr. Miyagi do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So we, then he sits back down and he's like, all right, like, what are you feeling? And I couldn't even really tell. I was like, I don't know what I'm feeling. And he like, then he like flicked my knee and he's like, what are you feeling? And I was like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I still don't really know what I'm feeling. And he's like, okay, like, that's fine. Then it turns into more of like a spiritual healing. He, he talks to me about consciousness and myself. And he's like, you are very, very, like, asleep, like, consciously, right? And he starts doing shit, talking about it. He didn't make this up. Like, this is a thing. People talk about, like, your inner child, which I've always thought was complete bullshit. Right. Am I still gone? Yeah, you can keep going. So he was uh, talking about this like inner child stuff. But then he starts talking to my inner child. And like, not like a psychic. Like, you, I don't believe in psychics. And like psychics, the thing with psychics is they always try to prove that they're psychics. They're like, oh, like you have a dog named this. You know, like, why would you need to tell me that? Like, you're supposed to just tell me the future. Why are you proving that you know shit, right? Yeah, it's like dedu- it's like a deduction thing. Yeah, and it's also just, like, my thing is, like, with psychics, it's like, why are you proving that you're a psychic? Why don't you just right. prove it instead of having to tell me stuff I already know? They're like, right. you have a sister named Sarah. It's like, all right. Like, I already know I have a sister named Sarah. You don't have to yeah. prove to me. But he wasn't doing shit like this, man. He was, like... Like, the way he did it was, like, you know how, like, a therapist talks to you about shit, but, like, you have to tell them a bunch of stuff? And yeah. Tell 
talk to you. Well, he just started from step two. He just started talking about shit. Right. Like that, like it, that it, I, if I were to tell him all this stuff, if that oh, makes okay. sense. And like, he was saying, oh, oh, your inner child is saying this and this. And it's like, dude, not like a psychic. Like, I can't even explain it, man. He was talking what about did, stuff. What like, did he say? Like, I mean, some of his personal, like. Yeah, like, you don't have to go, you don't have to go into like, it, but. Yeah, but he was like, just talking about stuff like my dad. And like, yeah, all, all, like just things I just have not, I didn't tell him at all. He's that he, would, that he, he wouldn't have known. Right. Exactly. Like he was That's referencing crazy. like, like specific stories from your personal life. From my inner child. bro. Oof. You might've walked out of the room at this part. So like people believe in this whole inner child stuff. I always thought it was bullshit, but he was mm-hmm. like talking to my inner child and he's, he's like, your inner child is saying this to you, but it was like stuff that was actually real. But not right, like how right. a psychic, like not like guessing, like it's or not like just how a fucking psychic does it. So yeah. I do think that a lot of those people are just bullshitters. Like he was saying stuff that's just in reality, like in my life, that I didn't tell and, him anything about. And you, you, you felt that he was like legit too. I mean, dude, I am like a skeptic. Like I don't believe yeah. in that shit. And yeah, I can, no, yeah. I, can, I mean, I like, can back that up too. Like from knowing you, you would be the last person to to believe anything like that, which is kind of shocking that like right. I'm, that, but I'm yeah. down with that stuff too. I think it's interesting to hear from the perspective of, of a skeptic as well. Like, like Connor, if you, told, if you told me stuff like that, I'd be like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but like, I don't know. I, we could take it further too. I'd be interested to, to have this guy Chuck on the podcast too, and explain his life story. I mean, that would be a fucking insane podcast. Me and him are not that close yet before I ask him. <laughs> right. And I'm honestly, I'm intimidated by the guy too. Cause it, it was just whatever. This whole inner child shit was fucking insane. Okay. Yeah. Now this is where, and I, I don't want to be disrespectful cause I, I really respect Chuck. I respect what he does. Definitely after all mm-hmm. this. But then he starts like, he sits back down and he just starts talking about consciousness. And he's like, you know, you and everyone, like, you're all like the Pink Floyd song, like, comfortably numb. Like, you're living a life where your perception of reality is everything you know about the world. But, mm-hmm. but like, I can't really articulate everything this dude is saying. But he, he's just telling me all about this different stuff of consciousness and all these things. Then he was talking about how he talks to, like, aliens and, like, oh. people on other planets. Like, he's like, okay. Earth is a person. And he's like, I talk to people on other planets. And then I was just like, holy fuck, what is going on? Like, the vibe changed so dramatically. <laughs> and again, I, I respect him. I don't want to be, like, thinking that I'm, like, you know, making fun of him at all. But it was right, just right. like, like, I, it went from, like, okay, I turned off my DNA to now he's, like, talking about how he talks to aliens. And then he was talking about, he's like, you know, you need to wake up, man. Like these genocidal politicians are coming after you with the, you know what? And he's like, I'm like, what? And he's like the jab. Oh, uh, oh okay. it all leads back to that. <laughs> all, yeah, it's a circle. <laughs> and I was just speechless. I, I, I didn't know that. I was just like, oh, oh my God. Dude, I, it's, that's, it's crazy because it's like, I feel like a lot of times, like, strokes of genius and strokes of real shit comes from a place of, 
like I'm on the same wavelength as you. I don't want to be disrespectful or anything, but it's like sometimes it comes out of a sea of nonsense as well. Like a lot of people that are really involved in this like realm outside of what is scientifically explainable can have these situations where they're they're right and they have these like I don't, I don't even know like this these times where they exude greatness and they they do say things that are absolutely like undefinably correct and and it's super interesting and then they surround it with a sea of stuff that that makes it seem you know a, a little bit incredible when it, that's agree. not necessarily the case why is it always the covid vaccine though that's yeah. like that that's the that's the straw that breaks everyone's all the camel's back it's like right. you can have the most genius person in the world and then they end up with like oh and don't even get me started on the covid <laughs> If you were to guess, like, what what do you think Chuck's background is? So he told me that from the age of three, he was completely awoken. Okay. Where he can see, like, our brains. He can heal us spiritually. He can talk to aliens. You know, okay. and that sounds insane, talking to aliens. And maybe because I'm using the word aliens. Really, it's he can talk to people on other planets that are also at that level of consciousness that he is. So, I I would just ask you, or just in my own limited experience with with people that do like say stuff like that, is he is he using the term aliens to say like extraterrestrial organisms or interdimensional beings? That is a fantastic question. I I don't know. I think no. Well, he did use the word extraterrestrial a good amount. I bet he believes in like multidimensional being beings and everything. But I think. The way he talked about how, like, Earth is a prison and that, like, we're in prison because, you know, one, we don't have the science to get out of Earth to go to other planets with life. Mm -hmm. But also, I think maybe in his view, we're consciously in prison where we can't even get on the same, we can't escape Earth consciously, where, at least from his perspective or from what he's saying he can leave earth consciously and connect with people on other planets but this started from like knowing what my issue was helping me with like things that grounded me in reality um to like shit about politicians aliens all this shit like i i mean complete breakdown at least like for what my like from what I was there for, <laughs> just got way out of hand. <laughs> Either way, what was what was like the physical setting of this interaction? Were you were you like it sitting was, on a couch in his living room, or no, are you like laying no, on a therapist? This isn't bed? even his like house. This was a building <laughs> in the city of Buffalo, a second on the second floor, and I was in a room with like uh, like heater maybe or like an air dehumidifier maybe i don't even know it's like those long ones it was that and two chairs and a clock on the wall that had the numbers but no hands it just in the middle just said now oh man but that's basically it and there was like a like a table in the corner no, like, like little cat with a hang in here. Yeah, in an empty room, yeah. and the two chairs we were sitting in were different chairs. Like, that does kind of say a lot. Like, they're, like, 
it, they were both random chairs that weren't even meant for this. They were just two chairs that he had in the room. Yeah. So that, that's the setting of that. Um, and then at the end, because my brain kind of shut off after the COVID vaccine stuff. I'm trying to remember after that. But he was basically just trying to ask me, like, how do I feel? Like, what am I feeling? He's like, I want to put you on a, a higher vibration for, for a little bit. So you can kind of overcome some of these issues and feel it. And he was like, how are you feeling? And again, I was like, I don't know. I was saying that because, dude, I, I, I'm kind of just a skeptical jackass. I was feeling shit, which is <laughs> crazy. And I don't know. And the reason I said I don't know, because I couldn't tell if it was a placebo. I was feeling vibrations in my back and my head. And he was like, go look in the mirror out in like the main room. And... I go out there and he's like, look at yourself. He's like, what do you see? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, are you sure? He's like, are you not seeing your inner child? And I was like, no, I don't think so. I think I just see myself. But dude, when I looked in the mirror, it did look a little freaky. Like I looked younger and like a little more joyous. And again, Man. I like I couldn't tell. I wasn't being open with him because I just right. couldn't tell if it was a placebo. Like is this... The, is this the, the, the J or whatever? Yeah, and no, I get you. I didn't know if I felt better. These feelings of emptiness and meaning went away. I got home from that. I, I mean, Chuck walked me out. He went to his car, whatever. Um, and, you know, he just takes cash. But, like, it was, like, 50 bucks. But, he like, the person before me didn't even have cash. And he just didn't take it. So that's the mm. other thing. Like, you don't even have to really pay this guy. That is insane. <laughs> right. And this is yeah. his job. He doesn't do anything else. So crazy, he told me. Because I was like, he was like, oh, I prefer living in like 82 degree temperatures because of my Mediterranean <laughs> DNA. And I was like, oh, well, you know, Buffalo, like, you know, weird place to choose. And he told me that Buffalo is the most conscious place he has ever been in the world. He said more of he's like, because he lived, used to live, he was born and lived in California for a lot of his life. He's been to Nashville, all over the world. And, you know, I, I think everyone in Buffalo is just a fucking asshole. But I don't know. That's why I was like, dude, really? Like, Buffalo? Nah, like, dude, that's that's a real thing, bro. Me, me not even being from Buffalo. Look at what I'm wearing right now. For, for everybody listening, this is a happy dad hard seltzer shirt the nelk guys that are from canada live in la now they made this drop it's like buffalo new york happy oh, bad seltzer they don't know they don't know anything about buffalo and it's it's a cultural phenomenon bro i don't know if it's the sports teams i don't know if it's the the weather killing people but it's a real thing it is true we are weirdly known We're cultural not, phenomenon we probably shouldn't be <laughs> but he is in his opinion he says there's actually a lot of people that are becoming consciously awake in Buffalo Ted Kazansky no <laughs> <laughs> he that he did yeah he, he grew up there <laughs> he became consciously <laughs> awake in Buffalo yeah. <laughs> oh and but then, it's it's what you choose to do with that conscious awareness. right <laughs> yeah and uh, again man I didn't even know what that actually meant consciously awakened. But one other crazy thing he did, he told me, because he was like, I can see anyone in the world if you give me yeah. their full name. So, and oh, they can't see me, but either way, he was like, um, 
because we were talking about like my ex for some reason. I, I really know. It was all about all the different stuff that was going on. Sure. sure. And um, and he was like, "What is your ex's full name?" And I, I don't want to use her name on the podcast unless yeah, of course. Yeah. But um, uh, he was like, you know, what's her full name? Okay. And then he's like, he like goes, he like puts his hands on his knees and he just closes his eyes and he just starts talking about her. And, uh, um, and he just like starts saying all this stuff, like about our relationship and like about her. And so, has, has she seen Chuck though in real life? She has seen Chuck. I, I, I mean, again, but like, it wasn't like he was like trying to prove it's not like, Oh, she has brown hair or this and this. Oh, he's right. Like talking about right now. Yeah. Our relationship. And like, and, and he's like, Oh, she has interest in this guy right now. And it's like, I already know that. Cause she's, you know, you know, with some other dude, but like, just like, that was also crazy. Apparently this guy can see anyone with just their full name. He can see anyone on the planet. So that was just another insane thing that happened. But, um, he's like, he's like professor X with the, um, What's what's it called? Do you know what I'm talking? You know the X Men? Yeah, like the in paper get... thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the the helmet. Cerebro. Cerebro. Yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> honestly, man, I'm better. Like this dude's a fucking Jedi. Like, yeah. uh, like, like he's using his hands, like making me feel shit without touching me, and like feeling my emotions and all of this shit. Yeah. All right. But either way, I don't know how I feel after that. So I'm mm-hmm. just, you know, I, I just don't know what to make of it. Well, and, I, I think, I think it's like, it's like, if you look at a situation like that, like think, think about all the ways that people can vary in their skills and weaknesses, like their their strengths and what they're really bad at. It's like, there's a lot of people that are predisposed to be really fucking good at, at pole vaulting. And there's people that are predisposed to be really fucking good at chess. So, so what, why uh, along that line of thinking, is it, is it that outlandish to say that? there are people that are predisposed to be, you know, significantly more emotionally intelligent or significantly more in tune with what we today consider to be indefinable qualities than other people. Like, I, I don't think that's that of a, that, that much of a crazy statement to make that there's people that are able to, you know, tap, tap into shit that we can't explain now but we might be able to explain in, you know, hundreds of years or, or may, we maybe used to be able to explain it, you know, and, and we lost, we lost that. I 100% agree with that. But do mm. you believe that to your core? Like, do you know that is real in existence? Would you, would you say and, like, is there any chance that this guy is just so like the best salesman of all time that he was able to research you and ask like questions and make like educated guesses like so well that it was completely real or is there no chance of that at all? Cause that's what I would, because at that point it's like, no. you would have, you would have to be so fucking good at that. And I mean, why would you not do anything else at that point? If you're, if you're that good at, at reading people, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a possibility. But I came home that night, and I'm telling you, bro, I was completely cured. Like, you cannot understand the feeling that I had. Like, I was about to go to therapy for probably, like, a year plus. And within one hour, that 
unexplainable feeling of emptiness and meaningless. That was so real. Like I, I can't even put it into words how real, scary, and everything it was. Completely cured. Completely heard that. My head. When I just would stop and feel, my head was vibrating. Everything was super bright in my house. Yeah, man. Like so, so I I would just I don't want to cut you off, but I, I would just pose the question when we're on the topic of like what's definable and what's indefinable. A, a lot a lot of what this conversation is stemming from is from an experience that you had that was outside of the physical realm. You know, it's like when somebody lays down and has a dream that changes their life. It's not an experience that they had in the real world, but it's an experience that they had and it's it's a memory that they can recall same as anything else, you know? It's like you do something in grade school, it's it's pretty far distance from what you're doing now as a 20-something year old, but it's still a memory that that is lodged in your brain. Like we can all recall dreams that were that were like, you know, very instrumentally effective to who we are as a person. And uh you you had a, a hallucinogenic experience that's in the same wavelength as that so regardless of whether it actually happened in real life it's an experience that you had same as anything else that happens in real life so that guy whether whether like what will said is if he's just some extremely good salesman he's really good he, at using he'd his have words. to be so good though like right, I'm trying right. To yeah, yeah yeah if, that's what i'm saying if i was gonna do that to ori like you have no digital footprint Nothing to go like, off at of, all right? like i'm trying to think what i would do and it would be an extreme level yeah. of talent to be I able so, to do so, that. so that's yeah. that's the point that's the point that i'm making is like it's like regardless of whether what he was saying is is based off experiences that he's able to have or, or some leg up that he has on other people in, in terms of accessing this in quantifiable realm he was able to call upon whatever it was i mean i guess you'd, you'd have to be a crazy person to, to hit him with the you know what do people say it's like a broken clock is right two times a day you could say whatever huge con huge coincidence that he was able to use the exact right words that cured you i i think it's i think that that's a little bit unfounded so i think that there's a lot of people that like to rely on what they can explain and what can be explained by science and and they'll they'll look at that skeptically but can you can you really do that in a situation like this because you, you're a very intelligent person you had a very real experience and he was able to to you know to, to kind of correct it through his own experiences so so regardless of whether or not he has some sort of extra dimensional ability he he performed an act that had a quantifiable effect that is unexplainable by our current science and th that's that's just an objective truth yeah and he didn't do it with words he did it with mm -hmm. his fucking hands man i felt scared <laughs> in the first 10 minutes and i just didn't tell him because i was just skeptical and i thought it was a placebo i didn't think it would last but i woke up this morning dude i gave myself a fucking disorder like ego disillusionment or whatever the fuck it's called like i, I mean yep. i'm gonna go with therapy all this shit and for a lot of people they say it takes them like a year Within 10 minutes, like, I mean, he immediately knew what the issue was and he just, he fucking cured it.
So yeah, and, and now, take take that take that situation on the other hand. So say you're a guy that did exactly what you did. You had the exact same experience, but you had you had no connection to a guy like Chuck. Like you you didn't even know that those people existed. You you would be in therapy. You would be in therapy for years right. to come, and that the situation would not be cured. But because you had that contact, it it you know. There was a change was able to be made and a change was able to be put in place. And if you didn't have that connection to a guy like him, it wouldn't it simply would not have happened. So it's, oh, it's, no, it's, I am so lucky. Like, we yeah, have, I can't even believe that this is gone. Like, it, it, it just is was such a real intense feeling that's so hard to explain to someone, which is why it's kind of difficult. And, and it, all this is just happening right now. So it's very it's hard to articulate sure. all this the best way for on, on today's thing. But um, well, I mean, I mean, honestly, bro, like to give you props, I think that you articulated that better than most people ever could. I, I feel like you put an inexplainable experience in, in, into very understandable terms. Well, we also no, I, know other people that have gone to Chuck and like, he has not missed so far. Like I've not, you know what I mean? Like I haven't, right. no one has really called him called him out on on any bullshit so far which is kind of crazy so maybe he we just have two... a, a being amongst us like i don't know damn <laughs> he has yeah. two thousand people on his meetup and this dude has no website no social media no facebook no anything and he was telling me he talks to people across the world he can do what he does like for people in turkey or all this different shit so here's now what i'm dealing with because I'm still having anxiety and a, a new fear because it is real. I, I will know it's real what he did. Like it, yeah. it's, it's undeniable. Like I know what I feel. Like I know that this dude actually fucking cured me. And every time I listen to all these people that say a spiritual healer cured them, I'm like, what a bunch of fucking jackasses. That's so, bullshit. But, and now I'm one of those people. And now now what I'm dealing with, and, and I'm going to him, you know, next Thursday again, because this is blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. But now, like, I have this feeling. I, I mean, my life forever is going to change. I don't even know at this point. I can't make sense of anything. And, like, my reality and just what I've known, what the world is, has just been shaken so deep to my core. It's such a hard feeling. <clears throat> describe has that changed your um like have your uh beliefs on like traditional religion changed at all because like you you're a pretty like based you know i mean like like monotheistic like believer so has that changed your perspective on that at all going to chuck or not really i mean yes I, i mean i i i was already on the whole like religion is bullshit thing for like probably the past year. I've kind of just, I mean, I've had all my views on that, but this, this religion is so like unimportant, like even like that has nothing to do with this feeling. Like, dude, I just everything that I've known about the world, like everything that I've thought the world is and what human beings are has just been completely shattered. And I cannot make sense. Like, my mind is just blown and I am going to go to him and I don't want to be as like awakened. Con- I, like, I don't even know what I want to do at this point. 
I regret all of this. I, I, well, I don't know yet if I regret it, but mm -hmm. at this moment, I think I maybe wish I never did that trip because mm -hmm. I liked, can't, I like living in a world where you're a fucking cog, you go to work, you meet some girl, you get married, you have a kid. Yes. And then you die. Yep. That I liked that. I've but been this, on that grind, <laughs> right? Yeah. That blue and pill, bro. It's like, I, you know, the steak is fake, but it tastes so fucking good. Keep that fucking grind because yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, everything has just been shattered for me. I, knowing that they're like, I was always into like consciousness. I'm like, oh yeah, like feel more connected with the planet. Sure. I yep. did not realize it is so <laughs> real. Like how so deep it goes. Feeling actual vibrations with the planet. Feeling yep. so like at a different and I, I'm not at that level of consciousness. I, I think maybe I, I like experienced a little bit of that on shrooms and Chuck, just seeing Chuck work on me and what he did. I, I just cannot make sense of <clears throat> anything in reality anymore. I, I, like, I, I got to go to this guy. I'm definitely going to go to Chuck dude, and not, not see... tell him I know you or Diana. And I would, I like, I feel like that would be fucking crazy. But dude, yeah, be, honestly, be an, be an outsider. Really suggest yeah. that. You don't well, you, you don't... don't know if you want to feel the feeling that like. I, w I would be curious what he would what he would say to me because I'm also extremely skeptical about that. I know, man. Know, it, it sounds cool. I might I might like... go off a, a a crazy ledge. <laughs> <laughs> I dude, it's not. <laughs> Here's a good way of pointing it. Like if you saw a person fly you would question everything you've ever known about what it, it like wh what it what a human is and what the world like reality is if you saw someone like superman just like get up and fly you would have you would feel like you are crazy like reality is just has been so wrong in your head and yeah. it is actually so different what it's, it's like it's like of the universe is like getting and a rug pulled out from under you so yeah. in your in your opinion now, like what is your new understanding of reality and society and like the universe? I, I was gonna ask a similar question, and like before you answer, I know it might be like a tough answer, especially because you're totally in the midst of all this too. It was like I, I would just say like not not even in terms of whether you accept the experience that you had or you regret it. If you if yourself from the recent past before any of this had happened had continued his life compared to yourself now after this experience mm. with the hallucinogens and your experience with Chuck, how, how do you think your paths would diverge or, or converge in the future? Like just in terms of how your life would have gone as to how it will now, because it seems like you've had a very profound experience that, that has changed your life path. So I would be interested to pose you that question. I know it's, that's a, tough question to just answer on the fly yeah i mean i think at this point i i don't really know if i can totally answer i i don't know i like i at this point dude i'm still in kind of the state of shock like actual yeah. shock like will again like dude i'm a cynical person like i don't yeah. believe in the shit but like, no i know this is insane <laughs> i don't even know i just can't make sense of any like i'm it's like scared like i have fear like care because no really it's like real it's real a real feeling yes being scared as well too because like like i 
like you hear this, you hear it from people like, oh, you know, my reality was shaken. And like, but usually, but usually from like a Diana type person. And now I feel kind of bad for trashing like chocolate in the past. No, no, no. no, Usually you just hear this shit from fucking posers. They're like, oh, like I've achieved altered state of consciousness, whatever. My thing is like, dude, I just like, honestly, to put it in the simplest way, I just witnessed a Jedi in real life. And I cannot believe, like, I, I just, I literally, I cannot believe this is real. I, like, I still feel like I'm dreaming. I, I don't even know. I don't know anything. I, I'm just like, yeah. I, I mean, at this point, again, like, I can only really say what has happened over the past week. I, I'm just in a state of, like, kind of shock about everything. Like, so where are you? Everything. Where are you at with your plan to like go off the grid? Um, the last time we were talking, and like start driving, dude. I like, don't fucking change oh, your perspective. I, I know yeah. that I'm gonna quit my job. That's for sure. I just, yeah. I, I can't even do like I'm. My head is so fucked up right now. I, I don't even think I can hold down a job. I, I'm just waiting for one more commission check. It should come this month, right? You know I mean? <laughs> like, aren't we all? Yeah, there's always that. If I can make it one more paycheck, one more commit, yeah, one more. I'll gamble it, and I'll make it. I'll make it happen. I'm out, like I uh, have a job, and once I get this commission check, I mean, I'm good to just chill for a while. But like, man, I'm gonna go back to Chuck, and I am gonna tell him. I'm like, dude, maybe like wake me up ten percent. I cannot. I physically cannot handle anymore i cannot handle realizing like the true nature of consciousness in the universe because it Mm -hmm. is actually real and the thing that sucks is that the people that will listen to this conversation like it's just gonna sound like every other motherfucking conversation that i've ever listened to about someone talking about consciousness right it's it's so physical it's not in your head it's not just being like sitting on the grass smelling a bunch of flowers and being like, oh yeah, like I feel the wind and like I'm part of the earth. It's like, like there's legit fucking vibrations going in your head. Like it is a extremely physical thing. You actually yeah. can achieve an evolved state of the human mind. I, I can mind like kind of, like I can kind of imagine it like, cause I've been at like 1% of that taking shrooms and like I'm, I'm, a, I'm at a point where like I never want to do that. Like I have no desire to do that. I don't think I'd be able to handle it. But exactly. And I kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and I would, I would go off of what Will just said to a little bit of a deeper extent because I feel like myself personally, like especially listening to a conversation like that, it's like. To, I mean, if I'm being entirely realistic and honest with myself, I'm kind of a poser when it comes down to this stuff because I love to sit down and be like, yup, like the human will has this power. I know it. I know for a fact that it it's 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 over what we can quantify, but I have no desire to experience it for myself. In fact, I feel like if I had an experience like you had, I would be handling it a lot worse. And that that's oh, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So it's like it's like it's extremely commendable that you're able to have this experience that I to be real with you, Ori, I don't doubt for a second and, and you're able to so recently from when this experience happened to sit down and, and explain it so coherently because 
it's a situation that I do, you know, I do like to believe in, in what's further than what is generally accepted, but I'm not willing to put myself into that place. And, and you did. And it's, it's a super interesting conversation to hear about it firsthand. I, uh, you know, I, I put a lot of faith in that stuff, but I, I have no intention or, or will in the future to, to like really put myself into that position. Yeah. And I can say like, I was one of those fucking posers. Like I was like, Oh yeah. Like, I, yeah. I'll take a bunch of shrooms, get ego death, like feel consciousness, whatever. I so fucking regrettable, man. Like, <laughs> I'm at a dilemma. It's, it's funny until it happens. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And my dilemma is like, like I can't go backwards. I can't no. get back to my state of mind before I felt any type of elevated consciousness. But so do you, do you wish, forward. do you wish to go? Yeah. So I was just saying, do you wish to go further or do you wish to stay where you are right now? Like with Chuck? Like I can't yeah. go further and I can't unlock things. And there's things I do want. Like I, I would like to feel the actual, like there are people and now I'm 100% of a believer. There are people that can feel true peace and true human conscious meaning. Because no one has actual meaning. Like, I mean, the majority of people, like, they have their job and they have their kids. And their kids are their biggest meaning. And then, like everyone, they die alone. And it's like there's things in their life that gave them meaning. But yeah. they don't have that meaning within them of, who, yeah. of themselves. So it's like shit like that. I'd like to get to like, I like that. I'd like to actually experience if it's true, loving like that feeling of like unified love, like just not for everyone, not for anything, just love, like feeling that. Yeah. yeah. I like to have that, but I don't want to be feeling shit. I don't want to be feeling vibrations. I, I, I just, it, this is just, I just got to take a moment. And it's like, it, it's just all just going through my head at every moment these past few days. Like, this has been just a fucking week. And wow. Like, this is, just, I think this might just change my entire life. And, and for me to be, like, I, again, like, just, I, I was a skeptical person of all of this stuff. And it is actually real. To my shock, elevated consciousness and actually feeling the universe. Not feeling it in your head, like, thinking you're feeling it because there's wind blowing on you. But feeling the vibrations of the universe is an is an actually real thing, and that mm -hmm. has just completely shaken my reality and like everything that I've known about the world and myself to its core. And it's just like I am not the type of person that should have had that realization. So I'm kind of I, I, at this point I'm in a dilemma because I can't go backwards mm -hmm. because I experienced all this shit, but I don't know how further I want to go. I like the idea that the government runs shit and they tell you what to do and you people tell you what to do. It just makes life calm and easy. But Chuck yeah. can break barriers past the idea of government and all these things. Like, I, I'm sure this Ugh. dude knows way more crazier shit that he yeah. can tell me. I mean, I only spent one hour with this guy and everything I know about the world has been completely destroyed. And... He's not a fucking con artist because I he fucking healed a very, very serious mental issue like that I thought was going to just be forever. So at this point on Friday, like there's been a hell of a fucking week. And 
and I'm still, and now I feel even more, I, well, I feel a different type of fear, like true, true terror. That just, like, Jesus. oh, really? The terror is that the world actually is fucking different than I thought. Yeah. I, I just, I thought I knew what the world was, how people work. Like, it's just how government is and all this shit. Right. And the idea that it is actually completely different. It, it, and it's just hard to put it, put the feeling in perspective for people. And even still, I don't know if you guys could feel it, but it's like the best way of saying it is like, we all believe in aliens, right? Like we know aliens are out there. But right. The day fucking ship lands on earth. That feeling like that is kind of the feeling that I have is like, I knew consciousness was a thing and I knew like, Oh yeah. Like all stage consciousness. But actually seeing it's real has just absolutely shattered my mind. And I'm so, just fearful. So like what do you what is your opinion now on what happens like when people die? Oh man, dude, I who fucking knows. I, I mean I always my my belief forever was just like um, you know, I, I think when we die we are made up of material that has been generated by the universe. And we just go back into the universe. We go back into the earth. And right. I think that is a form of afterlife. And personally, I find that peaceful. Like, I, mm-hmm. yeah, would it be great to go to heaven? Yeah, that'd be chill as fuck. If heaven, dude, could you imagine if heaven was real? That would be solid. That would be Most sick. Most likely, we just fucking disintegrate into the earth. And I we, wouldn't, that- we wouldn't be going, but... Yeah, well, <laughs> dude, honestly. Yeah, that's the other fucking thing. Let's no one on this podcast would be there. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. Well, no, yeah. well, I, I mean, I, I would say, like, regardless of heaven or hell, I think the concept of eternal life is is terrifying to most. Like, like you said, like it's it's comforting to think of an end. I think so. I mean, no, but then there's other no. But honestly, bro, if I'm like 80 years old and I can fucking. Just it's not it's better to think yeah that you're not gonna body. die yeah yeah no i'd, I'd live for like fifty thousand years if i could for sure really i don't know yeah, if i would bro i don't know if i would do that i mean then half because see here's the thing you're gonna die me and will we're just gonna put our brains in another organic material because <laughs> they cloned us yeah. and then when you're all dead we're gonna be still out at the bar in brand be new 30 year old perfect bodies so, I only see, got I, like, so, I only got so many nights at the bar, man. I like there's that, there's gonna be one night sense. where I'm like, you know what? Like from my like the way I think about stuff like that makes sense. But it's interesting to hear you say that after, you know what I mean? Like now, how you think about consciousness? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I'm still very much on a level where I'm like, like I I will extend my life and do the same stuff you know as much as i can you know yeah man i don't want to die but, just because i can feel vibrations in my head i don't want to be fucking dead I that's still true like, yeah live. <laughs> right like, yeah. yeah of course i, I mean again i don't worry Connor. I, I by the time we're gonna die i'm sure we're gonna be able to just upload all of our memories into another body oh yeah that, well i mean bar- barring any sort of societal collapse that seems to be imminent and seems to yeah, be rapidly approaching no, the world day. is gonna end i think yeah <laughs> I do yeah. believe that. Consciousness, all that stuff aside, like I haven't thought about. I mean, I, my head's been in a whole other place this week. But oh, I, for, I understandably, believe, I think within our lifetime we will see the end of the world, and I, I do believe. As we know it, lifetime, I, I agree with you. We will see a sentient AI take power. Yep. I really do believe that's going to actually happen. And people don't fucking get it. Like it's they don't understand. Happen. 
Yeah. We we had a conversation about it the other day, and I like I couldn't even honestly, bro. It's like it affected me to the point where I couldn't even sleep, and I was digging, and I followed a bunch of new accounts on a bunch of different platforms that are like at the cutting edge of like this like all all the AI stuff, and that was a mistake because now it's like I can't even scroll through Instagram without seeing like do this do, because what I followed were our advice accounts for like every time something new comes out, like how people can utilize it in their day to day life. A lot of useful stuff, but also it's just it's painting a picture of a of a dreary future when somebody who works a very high tech, high you know, like high intelligence requiring job making all these spreadsheets can sit down and type it into eth.ai and have them make all your spreadsheets for the month and and write all your legal reports for the month and then you can sit down and jerk your dick to anime porn for for the whole time you're getting paid it's like it it, it brings up the question of of one a living wage to your purpose on this planet (laughs) And, and three it's like if everything is being done for us what what are we educating our youth to become right and and i'll say to kind of tie it into like our whole conversation here like the one thing we do have over ai is that ai at the end of the day will always be artificial and right. we are real life extensions of the universe and we do what get and power from the sun and we See, do this... we do eat other material that comes from the universe and now with you know what i've kind of experienced with consciousness a robot can never feel that because a robot is not connected to the universe well, you're certainly never going to have a, a an android chuck that like think about it, what that will happen <laughs> i i don't i don't know so like if if you think about what an ai is it it is consuming energy the same as a person is there a difference between like the neural pathways and action potentials in my brain and that in a computer. But an you know AI I mean? isn't, it's not getting energy the same as a person. I mean, we get energy from the sun and. Yeah, it well, gets everything. energy from solar panels, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, or burning oil, like, I, I don't know, but. Right. No. Okay. Well, solar panels, that's actually a solid point. But I mean, we also. Get I under, I understand what you're saying, Ori, and I understand ants, like Will Will makes a point, but you make a point. Like we're, we're much closely related. Like there's there's a couple extra steps between the AI getting the energy from the sun and from us getting the energy directly from the earth because we are first and foremost organic beings, and they will be first and foremost synthetic beings created by organic beings created by who? Who are we created by? At the end of the day, it's like that. That's that's the question, right? It's like my. I think I think the biggest difference between artificial intelligence and and us is artificial intelligence is created by us and we are created by re- regardless of your religious, political or scientific beliefs, we are created by a mystery. Yeah, well we know at least we were created by the universe. We don't know who created the universe, but we at least know we exist yeah. and come from the universe. Well, I mean if you if you take it as far as as what a Google search will take you, we are created from a big bang which took millennia to produce the exact same amount of elements that are found everywhere throughout our galaxy and beings that you know succeeded in their organic environment were the, were the most see- suited to evade predators and reproduce you know extended into biodiversity that we see today on earth 
But this is this is what that's I was a lot of nonsense, about. you know. So like, it's, about, re- it's real to 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 a point where it's like that's what we're all we're all learning stuff. But we're so far removed from even understanding what that really means in terms of time. Like we live for ninety years at max. So, like, the thing with AI, like, I was thinking about, like, job replacement just in, like, let's say the next 50 years. And the thing I'm thinking about is, like, a lot, the highest paying jobs are not necessarily based on, like, analytical intelligence or, like, you know what I mean? The ability to do, to process We can pause it for a quick sec because I'm pissed too. It's such a terrible group of people. <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> the best. All right, we're back. What's, what are you saying, Will, about job replacement? So, so what I'm saying is with job replacement, right? So I would say that, like, nobody, none of us were hired because we possess, like, an analytical processing power above other people. Like most of the time, the highest paid people are put in their positions because they're able to develop trust with people who they're trying to take capital from. Like they're able to develop that in a fast way, in a very efficient way. So I was just thinking of like how AI will replace that. And I was like, okay, like it's fair to say that an AI would be able to know more about another person faster than I would be able to know that. And then therefore like it would be able to establish like rapport and trust faster than I was. That's fair. But if the other person knew that it wasn't another person, then it would never really work. Like you would never fully trust a robot. So I think it'll be interesting to see how, like how does it cross that line? You know what I mean? I mean, what job requires that, though? Report. Well, I would say any anything. Like, if we like think what? about, like, the most powerful jobs, like, if you're controlling the merger of two companies or you're in politics or, cool. I mean, even the people who run tech companies aren't necessarily the smartest people at the, at the firm, right? It's just the, the person who can you can get everybody on board the fastest do you know what i mean yeah I'm, i don't think ai will ever be in politics but sorry go ahead connor uh yeah i mean i mean just 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 as a counter to that i feel like 
what you just said is entirely true that in terms of analytical knowledge it's not necessarily the people that are the most technically proficient that succeed the most in the workplace but it ties back into what i just said where it's like the favorable traits in nature survive and reproduce the favorable traits in today's corporate economy are those people that are able to forge personal connections with other people so i i don't i don't think it's it's out of the realm of possibility to assume that a successful artificial intelligence has an analytical processing power with the goal of forging personal relationships with its employees over the goal of creating a technical proficiency in its career field, which it would already have in, inherently in an artificially intelligent program connected to the internet. So, if yeah. what you're at, if what you're asking is, because I, I agree with you, I think that I think that for anybody to succeed in today's society. It's it's much more favorable to be able to make friends. It's more, you know, a, a guy that can go out to a happy hour and have a couple of drinks with his coworkers, and for all of them to really like that guy is less likely to be fired than the guy that's really fucking good at his job but keeps his head down and doesn't talk to anybody the whole day. And I, I don't I don't think if we're talking in terms of of what's technically available today, it's it's that crazy to say that that maybe there could be an artificially intelligent robot that prioritizes the forging of personal relationships over the you know, the personal development of its skills in a tech company. But a lot of this but a lot of decisions are made where like like let's say the the goal of um a corporation or a company at the most basic level is to take resources or trade something for resources to other people, right? Yep. So it's even if the AI was better, it would still have to, con- con- you know what I mean? Like convince yeah, no. a person that it's a, it's worthy of get of someone to give to. Right. Like if you, I, I don't know. And no, even people I, like, I, even I, if you think I, of I like, a, like a Mark Zuckerberg or like an Elon Musk, like, they're the reason they're good is because they're able to play the character they're able to make you think that they are smarter than they are even though they're really smart yeah like they're playing the character of an autistic (coughs) tech person and then when you meet with them then you think oh that's an autistic tech ceo that so that makes sense like that's a profile in my mind that makes sense so then i give them my stuff yeah. yeah, I don't know, yeah, but I, I think they'll be able, they'll be able to do that. A robot, can, uh, like a if if you have access to people's everything you've ever searched and everything you have online, like you'll be able to do that. But I don't know. No, but I don't think AI. No, AI. But AI is not going to be like in the C-suite or like in AI. AIs are for production. They're not for like I agree with you all. Like I don't think like if I. We're in business. Well, I, well, like if I continued into like corporate, like high level business, I, mm. I, I wouldn't be negotiating business things with an AI. Like AIs are mainly for optimizing production. Like we're, we're not going to be, well, I mean, I, I don't know, but like, I, I don't see AIs being, you're not going to have like a CEO that's an AI because then what even is could, that? Like, could we though? Yeah, that's company. what I'm saying. Like, well, that would be fucking insane. If an entire what if president, Walmart, what if you had a president robot. that was an AI? You know what I mean? I think it could happen. Yeah. Uh, I, okay. Yeah, I'd agree. It could be a possibility, but I think for the most part, 
AIs are going to replace the majority of companies for sure, but it's all of the production side of things. Someone still needs to start and run a company because that is freaky. The, the minute an AI can start its own company right. and like hire other AIs, like, yeah. I don't even know if that's, well, I, I couldn't even come. So, so I, w- I would say, I, I feel like if there's all of a sudden a fully successful artificial intelligence that operates the way that we think of artificial intelligence, at least in terms of science fiction, it, it will be able to, to do A, B, and C, all those things. It could be the president of a country. It could start its own company. It could game the stock market to, to become an, an absolute billionaire, trillionaire, powerhouse wealth distributor. But that wouldn't happen without the knowledge of the public, I hope. It, it could definitely happen behind the scenes, but and th- that would be a different story. But I, I guess for the scenario that I'm building right now, if that were to happen with the knowledge of the public, it would not happen without an extreme amount of violent backlash from the general public. Like, I, I promise you, there's not a soul in rural Georgia... In, in the back streets of fucking su- suburban Alabama that's going to sit down and, and our, our country's ran by a robot and they're going to take their guns and they're going to do something bad with it. It's there, It'll uh, be a civil war, bro. Who's going to vote in AI into president? If they would, they would, if they know. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's, like, it's like the tipping point is whether or not they know. Because even me, even me personally, like, like, I, like, I don't want to suck my own cock. What does that look like? Dude, it looks like a, a robot that can immediately fact check everything that everybody is refuting him says and that can pull up statistics from every corner of the internet and can beat them in a debate. Like you not the best the, the most skilled human debater would lose a debate against an artificial no, intelligence. That's true. Robot. But you're saying they wouldn't know it was an AI. Well, I'm I'm saying I'm saying is if they disguised it as a person. I have never t- touched Joe Biden or Donald Trump. I don't know that they're like, I guess. <laughs> right? Who like, is, who's making that decision? That means someone is consciously making the decision to have a deep fake AI person. Excellent point. For tricking the entire public. Yeah. Like who? Who's the one? Who's the power then? That's that ran an AI for candidate. Right. Who's that? Yeah, because some, some, because somebody would have to be pulling the strings regardless. Right. And who's going yeah. to a rally? Like, what about the rally? Right. Like, right, what, that's that's I mean, a good like, point. So, so, so I, I guess, I guess the question would be: is is what sort of organization that already exists on Earth would be in position to pull the strings on an artificially intelligent world power? It would, it would probably be an organization that we don't really know much about. It would be an no, eyes wide shut. Be, it would be like Microsoft. <laughs> you think? I don't know. Well, yeah, would like, that, I, how would that organization benefit? From giving up dude with well, money bro it's all yeah. it's since right. since the middle ages it's been money it's like it's like whatever they can put into their pockets they'll they'll do what makes it more you know it's like well, how would it, having an ai as president make them money because they can program it you know it's 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 no, like it's, it's oh, like okay. a per so a person yeah they're personal AI. i well i'm i guess it's it's, it's yeah, dude, but we're getting deep, bro. But we're getting it'll, deep. It'll fuck them though. It'll because if you're yeah. if you're yeah. smarter yeah. than them, but I think that's what'll happen, right? So it'll be someone that designs an AI to Here, have hubris, a ton of power, yeah. And then the natural thing for a smarter being to do is to kill its maker. You know what I mean? 
No, so, hey, we saw it, bro. It's like when yeah, Tony Stark Max created Marcus. Ultron. Yeah. Exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. He thought it would be the, with a safety net, a shield around the planet. Right. <laughs> it didn't work out for him, right? <laughs> but that's where I disagree. Like, I don't think when, when AI takes over, it's not going to be like Ultron. Like, an AI is not going to be a physical robot that can kill people one at a time. When an right. AI takes over, we won't know. Like, it's going to be a Tuesday at, like, 3 o'clock. And all of a sudden, all money in the entire world disappears. Yep. Across all banks, in everyone's bank account, money disappears. Yeah. The power grid, well, the power grid can't shut off. That's the one great thing about AI. But... Parts, a, a large percentage of the power grid can can be shut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, true. Like, no, yeah. Not true. not all not all of it, not all of Whatever, it, but yeah, like yeah. a, a you significant can, you can amount. the power grid that's running the AI. But yeah, true. Right. It can shut off the power grid. It could yeah. delete all money from everything. And yep. we don't even know what hit us. It's gonna well, a lot money. of people don't even carry cash anymore. It's like you go to the store, you won't be able to pay with your card. And what does cash you know? even mean at that point? If the majority right. of the world's money is gone... Cash, well, and, gonna fucking accept cash. And you think about it from like a realistic point of view, like it'll be days of that scenario. And if you're in, uh, you know, if you're, it, it depends where you are. If you're in a rural setting where you know everybody, you'll be okay for a little bit longer than the people that are in a suburb where some people are strangers and you really can't barter. And you know this, all of a sudden it turns into a situation where it's like this guy's got a family. And he didn't really prepare for the situation. And he knows his neighbor did prepare for the situation. And it's not going to be a big decision for him to go over and take his neighbor's shit violently. Oh, the minute and, the world and, crashes, yeah. I oh, kill yeah. the left and right neighbor. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> now I am officially... Yeah, I'll never get into Congress because of that statement. <laughs> but yeah. you're not wrong, man, and and that that's that's a position held by the yeah. majority of the I public. Mean, you do do what you can like, to provide for you, yourself and your own. You know, it's like yeah, it's not like always a, like when the world ends, collect food and water. Uh uh-uh. uh, all you're nope. doing is collecting food and water for the dude who has a gun, and that's gonna be me. <laughs> yup, yup. I don't need to go to the grocery store. I need to arm up because someone else is going to the grocery store for me. That's what happens. In the world. Yes, that's sir. All that's all. I'll say yes, sir. That. Dude, I'm. Oh man, I, you. I'm so with you, bro. Well, because th- th- think about it. Real. Think about it realistically. Even if it extended, like, the 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 entire length of this 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 faux democracy that we have going on right now, as soon oh, as the. Gr- <laughs> as soon as the grid is down and everybody on the street is is working together oh we need to collect seeds to do this da 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 it's struggle it's a struggle for water it's a struggle for food it's a struggle for resources it won't it's not going to take a lot to realize who on your street is a little bit more well off right and it's not going to be much of a conversation with your neighbor to be like you know what uh Steve I think I think me and you need to take a trip over to Joe's house. I think I think he's got it a little bit too well off, and we'll present. Dude, everybody to him already has these plans set in place. Yeah, like, yeah. everybody on this meeting vibe. Well, because there's the, it's like it's like the the nicest guy in the world, fucking Pope Benedict. If he's got a wife and kids, he's he's not he's not gonna he's not gonna think twice about using his opportunity to take his neighbor's shit to provide for his own family. And that's 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 how it goes at the end of the day, bro. It's like it's like the 
First, the first profession is prostitution. The second profession is police. (laughs) In any sort of society, because those with the power will use it selfishly, and you have to. I, you know, you would, I would. Everybody understands that's human nature. It's like you got somebody to provide for, even if it's just yourself, and you have the ability to provide for yourself and your family. You're gonna, you're gonna do it. So, so it's like, it's, it doesn't turn into this whole, like, humanity is inherently good. It's like, the man that takes out another man to provide for his wife and children is inherently good. He's making a decision to provide for other people. Just because that other guy was in his way doesn't make him a bad person, in my opinion, you know? It's like, it's like, would you steal, would you steal food to feed your family? Of course. Are you a bad person for for committing a cardinal sin of theft? No. No, you're not. I agree. Now, I personally, I honestly believe that before the world and before we really fuck shit up with either nukes or sentient AI, I believe that um, aliens will will stop us. I honestly, like with all the shit that's going on with UFOs, that everyone... It's like the craziest thing. We all, like, the Pentagon literally admits that UFOs are real. Yeah. And they're hearing in Congress with all of the footage. And everyone's just like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, we just completely, like, it's crazy. How many people were waiting for the day for the government to admit UFOs exist? And we, they did it. They did it. They did that on a Tuesday at 2 o'clock. Well, no yeah. one gave a shit. Because it was it was during the the whole uh, <laughs> you know the jab yeah. situation, right? Yeah. The jab. yeah. Well, there up. were there were big, bigger fish to fry, Ori. Now do I believe that? <laughs> no, I don't want to. Do that. <laughs> I, do, I just don't want that to be labeled. Because no, I, yeah, I, of course, I, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. just straightforward. Like, you got to fucking vaccinate. Well, it's it's, it's 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 unrelated, but like that but that's what, that's what the narrative is. Like, I, I, I mean, you guys remember, like, when I was, like, eight. Remember the swine flu? Yeah. Like, when all that shit was happening? Yeah. You Our get, school closed. Our school closed school. for, like, a month. It was crazy. Yeah. And you just went to an elementary school where they were doing all of the shots. You just got a fucking flu shot for it. Yeah. Everyone what, just lost whatever. their fucking minds with that shit. It's just, like, that's why. But, dude, so here's my thing. I didn't get to this part. Like, I, I'm curious what you guys think. If... I am going to believe that, like, Chuck is real, and this shit is fucking, like, it did heal me, and, like, all that stuff is real, then, logically, I would have to believe everything. He said, like, why would he just lie about that? Because he was saying, he got deeper into it. He was telling me that because after that, he's telling me he knows, because of his connection to the, like, the people... He was telling me that millions of people are dying every single day because of the vaccine. Which, I, personally, I don't believe. But again, it's like, why is this dude... Like, we're just going to think that this guy is just crazy about this then one thing. Like, he knows all of this stuff. He has superpowers, literal superpowers, where he can heal people. But, like... Like COVID, that that's his thing. He just I think we have, I think that. we have to capture Chuck. I want I want Chuck on the podcast <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Like I'm like feeding for Chuck. I want to yeah. sit down, 
for five hours with Charles on this podcast. <laughs> Well, but that, yeah, I mean, Ori, or, I think it goes back. To, I don't want to like the thing. Record, but it's Chuck, like, it's like, it's, Chuck won't see certain people, dude. I I was told that. Uh, really? I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, Diana told me that. Like, I was like, I want to go see Chuck, and she was like, he won't see you. Dude, I so, don't think so, like, she didn't want anyone. To, I think she just wanted to be like, like she wanted to keep him, keep, keep him to herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Ori, Ori, I'll, I'll say this this one thing. I've me and Will have like lived together and shit, and this has been brought up more more than many times more than it's been due. But it's like, in, in terms of situations like that, I've always been very anti. Like, I don't I don't want to like label Chuck as a psychic or anything like that. But I've been very anti. Like, I won't. You'll never see me in the same room as like a fucking Ouija board or like talking to a psychic or anything. I'm very like not not down with that stuff. And, um, a lot of that has to do with a specific book that I read. I read this, this memoir from a, from a New York, I'm going to look up the name so I make sure I'm getting it right. But I read this memoir from a, uh, an, uh, retired New York city cop called Beware the Night Beware by, the Night. uh, Beware the Night by this guy named Ralph Sarchi. So he's a retired New York police department sergeant and he's like a super super traditionalist catholic but he he didn't used to be at the beginning of his career he wasn't like that until he had you know it's like same story from everybody a little bit of the same story it's like dude starts his career as a police officer in new york city doing normal stuff and then you know he gets one case that was like really fucking weird you know triple murder they never solved a lot of books from like a wife that was written said that the devil made her do it and they never found her you know it's shit like that like classic stuff and yeah. it's like but but it just compounded it compounded it compounded it compounded until this one case where it was like he ended up working alongside what what was happening as in as a like a catholic exorcism with like the the classic what what goes on with those you know, they're not, it's not like pop culture, like the Conjuring movies are all centered around right. Ed and Lorraine Warren, but they're, they're real figures. So he met them on a case and he met this Catholic priest and it kind of like a, a lot of what he wrote about is like real shit. He, it wasn't anything crazy. Like he wasn't writing about beds levitating and people speaking in Latin. It wasn't, it wasn't like crazy shit, but it was, it was a lot of, of you know, no, no, nothing out of the realm of what you talked about today in terms of, of the human will and what can go beyond what we can explain and and a lot of like shit that he believed these these families that all experienced similarly unexplainable shit had in common and behaviors that they all took part in so it's like that that was one bit of reading that I read you know, maybe maybe I was a little bit too young to to read that, but uh, it, it kind of shaped my behavior for the future. Like like that's what I'm saying. It's like in terms of me going and speaking to a psychic, I'm unlikely to do so because this guy Ralph Sarchi wrote that a lot of the families that experienced some crazy shit did that, or like they talked to a Ouija board and they invited this dark entity into their room. And, and then I guess a question can be posed as to if if we're choosing to ignore the outlandish and say that maybe that stuff did go down, 
was it was it truly a, a biblically described demonic entity or or was it something that a, a guy like Chuck would explain it as as an extraterrestrial that he has contact with or or a deceased human that is has somehow trans trans transgressed over the spiritual plane I, I guess it's just like a lot of a lot of shit that's unexplainable but people have experienced so it's I don't know. It makes it a little, little bit more harder to refute. I mean, I definitely, I don't believe in any of the demon shit, but that's because it's kind of straightforward. Like, like the devil is a concept created and only like in the religion of Christianity. Only yeah. there's only two billion Christians, so that means six billion other people don't fucking believe in, like, will never see the devil because the devil is a Christian thing. So if yeah. I ever I mean, well, that's, that's an interesting point of view, like that. But but there, there's there's evil entities in every religion. Like I, I I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's like I don't know. I mean I mean if you take a look at at least the Abrahamic religions like Christianity, Ju- Judaism, Islam, yeah, they're pretty much all the same shit. You know, at the end of the day, it's a very very similarly practiced religion. Do, even, does does Islam and Judaism have the same belief and uh, so like the difference Satan? the difference is heaven and hell and the difference is like the story no, is, is there like a person like a Satan like person because like Satan Judaism in the new in the New Testament is like I don't really know that that much but it's like specifically described right so like, so Satan so Jesus, Satan like Jesus Lucifer to, to Lucifer in the desert. Yes. Like a, yes. Yeah. So, so, so Lucifer is like God's. Like Lucifer means light bringer. So it's like God's chosen angel that was jealous of humanity, decided to leave heaven. But a lot, a lot, a lot of what actually goes down, if you want to look at the Bible in a literal sense, like people like to look at it as this like heaven and hell situation, not really the case. I mean, if you look at people rising from the dead, you have Jesus. You you, you have Lazarus. And dude, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I feel like this is such a deep tangent that we don't we don't, I don't necessarily need to even be going on right now. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I mean, like what what the Bible truly says is is the dead die and and they have no knowledge of the living. So they have no knowledge of the living until Christ comes back and raises them back from the dead. So I mean. In any sort of scientific, in any sort of scientific explanation of death, it seems to be in line. So you're saying then that people don't go to heaven until Jesus has come back? Yeah, oh, I feel like it's bad. yeah, it's like a, a common misconception. Well, I mean, if you take the Bible in a literal sense, right? Yeah. But who I mean, does? I, yeah, then I Nobody does. Anytime, <laughs> well, you take you take you take any religion. I think I think anybody that actually takes a religion in a literal sense is 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 the Muslims. I think they're the only ones left. <laughs> there's right, like there's no they nonsense with those religion. guys. Yeah, yeah. They they they're very into their religion. They keep the women in black blankets in the desert. <laughs> I, well, what I will say, well, here's my thing. <laughs> They must know because look, like people are like I, I had a conversation with someone. And they're like, oh, like Islam is sexist because like women have to be covered up and stuff, and like they don't write. But it's like a lot. Like there's like because we were talking about there's this girl who's Christian and like you know like yeah. modern Christian. Nuns. Islam, 
and she's like super into it. Like she's choosing to, you know, cover up her body and all that stuff. So it's like, my thing is, I know people like criticize that, but like Islam might be like the shit because people are really fucking into Islam. Like the people that well, that's what we're, yeah. super into it. So it must be like some dope ass shit. Like, that's what I'm saying. I don't, that's why, like, I don't like Josh. Like, if a woman wants, like, she's doing that on her own will. Like, she chose to convert. So, yeah. it must be some dope shit. Like, she must be really into it. If she's deciding to, you know, wear um, the, whatever, the uh, jihad or, I don't know. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> yeah. It's called. Well, to, to an extent, that's true. But if you want to trace it back, I mean, any sort of group of men that put in forth a law to make women wear hot fucking blankets in the desert probably didn't have their best interests in mind. <laughs> that's, I mean, sure. right? That's just, just being realistic. is like, people are always like, you know, there's people that hate on and stuff. It's like, honestly, they must be really fucking into it. Because like those right. guys, they, they, they're like Muslims until they die. They do, you know, they're yeah. for that shit. And like, that's the reason. That's the reason I brought it up is because I feel like there's a ton of people that'll sit down and tell you that they're a Christian, but you know they're sitting down and right. doing everything against the doctrine they say that they believe in. And there's not a lot of Islams that are performing those actions. You know, like yeah. they're they're down. They're they're not eating during the day. Oh, they when are. The sun, down. When the sun's up during the Ramadan, they're not fucking eating. You know, right? Which is an interesting. I like. I wonder. Like, dude, I had a thing, and now my whole perception on everything's different. But like. Yeah. I wanted to convert to every single religion because I I'm I was born Jewish and Judaism is like the hardest religion to convert to. They like we make it take like years because Jews don't proselytize. It's like you gotta you gotta know the it's language too, right? Religion. Don't you gotta like read out of the? Yeah, yeah. No one yeah. should convert to Judaism. It is a fucking bitch <laughs> to try. Hey, to man. And, and dude, <laughs> not worth it. It's just painless. <laughs> but like Christian, dude, I could become a Christian tomorrow. <laughs> I they, yeah. someone dunks me in water and I'm set. So it's like I wanted to convert to every religion just so when I do die, like I'm right no matter what, with all the different. Christians <laughs> <laughs> are right. How fucked would that be? Six oh, people yeah. in hell when they die. That fucking sucks. So I'm praying to God Christianity is not right. And I don't know about Islam. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if you have to be a Muslim to go to heaven in Islam. But I don't know. I don't know enough do. about Apparently, it. You can convert to Islam in a day too. You just do so, and you're a Muslim. The the way that I feel about a lot of the stuff is like I will I will praise Islam for the reasons I just said is because <laughs> <laughs> this is just getting like like so out of control. Because <laughs> the people that follow it actually follow it, but um, my I'm myself myself. I I will say like. I uh, I don't want anybody to challenge me on this. I'm not in any sort of state to defend to defend my religious beliefs, but I I do consider myself to be a Roman Catholic. I I pray to God every single day, and a lot of that doesn't have to do with my belief in the Bible that every word for word is true. It's 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 that I believe that regardless reg- regardless of whether or not God as a spiritual being is real or is is a you know a divine entity that wants nothing but good for his subjects on earth it 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 has to do with god as an idea i think that if if every man on earth believed in a being greater than himself that was judging his actions he would be a better person 
and and I think that that that's just an objective statement that I can make. I think that there's a lot of people that'll sit down and tell you that I don't I don't even want to use terms like atheist or agnostic, but it's like if you sit down and you say like there is no god and there's nobody above me, there's nobody judging my actions and nothing that I do on this earth matters to anybody but myself you're inherently going to be a bad person. At the very best, you'll be hedonistic and seeking pleasure more than you should be. So whether or not a a spiritual God exists, a man in the sky, I think the idea of God leads men into greater purpose and it leads men into being a a greater person on, on this on this earth and, and making better actions and, and people will argue against me and they'll, cause I, I've had them argue against me when I brought up this, this, this point and they'll say, well, if somebody is only making better actions because he believes that there's a sky person that'll punish him if he doesn't, is he really a good person? And, and to those people that say that to me, I, I would say, it does it really matter? Yeah, you know, so what? If, if 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 he's living a better life, if he's benefiting the people around him more than he would because he believes in punishment, then it's good. Then God is good. No, I agree. And I, I, I mean, I think I think religion is a good thing. I think just giving people meaning. I, I don't think we've evolved. I, I do personally believe that human species will evolve past religion. I, I think we'll be able to find, and I think again like tie it back in like i i think it will be through consciousness i think we will develop a new religion as humans where once we are all on like chuck spectrum and i do think it will happen like no really i i after all of my experience i think we all can actually have superpowers like actually and yeah. we will develop our own new unified human religion but i think for now Humans are, even though we're evolving very quickly with like all the other shit we were talking about, AI, all this stuff, I, I think for now religion is very healthy for everyone, for the world. But I, I am one of those people that do believe we will eventually um, evolve past it. And I think we need to be thinking about that because religion is a dying thing. It will eventually die out. Like people so- are getting more, like, or in a large population, they're not getting more religious. Everyone's getting less religious. And it will eventually die out. I just, I'm passionate that we as a human species has something that we're prepared for that. Because once everyone's not religious, it's going to be a fucked place. And all that's going to happen is a new wacky cult's going to take over and then that's going to be the big religion everyone joins. So... Yeah. Ori, Ori I, I don't even disagree with you, but I, I will just counter with, with my own personal experience. I think... I, I would just like to like to be out. I I I am what I would like to say a, a, a practicing Catholic. I pray every day. I do not attend church, and I do, I do not attend church for a a lot of reasons. You know, I I have as you know a significant amount of reasons to not attend the Catholic Church. I I'm actually adamantly against them. I think that there's a lot of issues in their past, and I think that when you take what is a fundamentally good thing for the reasons that I've stated earlier as a, an opportunity to mon- monetarily finance yourself, it's a problem. And yeah. I think when you, when you take a grown man in modern society and, 
and tell them to dedicate their lives to the church and they're no longer able to you know you know they're no longer able to fornicate with women and they're no longer able to have wives and have children you're developing this this you know this moral degeneracy in men and that, that you know it, we've all seen spotlight we all know we all know what went down in the fucking yeah, Catholic oh, Church. Yeah. And it's we like, all know what went down. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> so it's like, the, yeah, there's reasons <laughs> for this shit. And it, it causes repercussions. And there's a lot of mistakes that have been made. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Vatican in fucking Rome has some shit under it that, you know, that God himself would vehemently disprove of. But, but like I said we're earlier. Gonna, we're going to go. We got to go. But I'm, I'm using, go. I'm. I'm using God as an example, and I, I shouldn't be, but uh, in, in terms of my own personal beliefs, it's a lot of it is, is for the reasons that I mentioned earlier, is that I believe that it is, it is truly a source of good behavior for men, and especially in today's society, when you pull up your phone and it basically turns you into the guy from Black Mirror that's forced to watch porn for his entire life and ride on a bike, it's, it's important it's it i i truly believe this it's important and it's becoming more important every single day to have belief in a higher power and to hold yourself accountable to somebody other than yourself you know what even if you don't truly believe in it you need to have it you need to have it and i'm i'm saying this from from personal experience you know it's like i'm i might be 23 years old but if i didn't hold myself accountable to anybody like I'd be a bad person. I I'm already kind of a bad person, bro. It's like, <laughs> it's like you need to be able to repent for. I don't want to do it. I. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. And I, I think you understand. And I think that's exactly how religion. It's too I, easy. I it's too easy to never... be immoral. You can't, bro. You can't pull out your phone without seeing it. A fucking barely of age chick shaking ass and showing her tits. It's like, it's disgusting. And that's what everybody sees 24-7 every single day. And these, these like fake society encounters, it's it's atrocious. I think we're we're in a black hole. I agree. And and I mean... What's, so what's the, what's the answer, if not religion? Well, I, I mean, I think that, again, like I said, I, I personally believe we'll evolve past it and come up with, you can use the word religion, but come up with our new unified meaning and understanding of who we are, why we're, why we are and who we need to be. Um, but I, I mean, I think at this point, like I said, people need to stay religious or at least keep it going for a little bit. Um, and then, you know, to your point, I, I think how you practice religion is how everyone should. I just think religion should never be an institution because religion yeah. isn't an institution. Religion is a belief that is in our heads. So you can't associate money to a belief or regulation or physical anything religion is all supposed to be about making like ourselves a better person so having it as any time religion is an institution it goes to fucking shit because people are able to manipulate and use religion to make people do things that are bad and that i mean that's my big quarrel with any type of religion but i I think in terms of religion as, as an individual practice yeah i think we all need to stay relatively religious and uh and i hope for a day where we evolve past the reason why i hope we evolve past is because you're a christian and you're a christian with two billion other people 
you know, our friend is Muslim. He's Muslim with 2 billion other people. I'm Jewish with only 14 million other people. And there's people who are Hindu with however many fucking Hindus there are. But I think it would be a really great thing once we all can be on the same page. And I do think we can access that because at the end of the day, we're all practicing a fucking thing that's in a book that was written 2000 years ago. Like that is pretty archaic if we want it like now in 2023. And I also believe that because I do believe people need to be more in touch with religion from a standpoint of just being connected with some type of spiritual guide. But the re but the reason why people are becoming less religious is because it's just like some of the shit in the books is just wacky. Like you can't like it, people don't connect with it anymore. The idea yeah. of one of a God of being moral because of a higher power than yourself. That is something everyone can connect with, but people are losing connection with religion because if you really read some of the random stories in the Bible, it's like wacky. Like, of course that stuff couldn't have happened. Like we're really going to think like, how old was Jesus when he died? Does anyone know? Like 33. What's up? 33. 33. Okay. Yeah. How, what? How do we know? All right. Either way. So Jesus was 33 when he died. So we're going to think, that within 33 years, we learned the truth of, like, in 33 years, we know how to run our life forever. And then that's the same for, and I don't want to be, like, too biased, like, for Judaism. Like, I'd say the, the main figure in Judaism is probably Moses. Well, Moses died at whatever, like, 40 or something. So we're going to bank that within 40 years, we just, we know how to command the next 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years because of a 30-year period in the world. No. But I think within those years, great, amazing ideas came out of that about about being connected to a spirit and mm -hmm. and associating that spirit for good and and being good to your neighbor and being good and spreading love and goodness through the world because of a higher power. Like I, I think yes. they came up with amazing ideas, but I think, in my opinion, I think the reason people lose connection with religion is because of the stories that come along with it. I think those stories are just uh, vehicles for us, for the people of the time to understand these very, very complex concepts. I mean, dude, these, like we think how we think now in 2023 and, and we're still a fucking crazy world. Could you imagine how people thought in one AD? Mm. Like, I, I mean, they needed <laughs> a way. Why and they thought like bone above head, brother, yeah. kill, kill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why do you think everything yeah. is told through a fable? And nah, dude, Ori, Ori, I, I don't, I don't disagree with anything that you said. I think. Oh no, yeah, I, I know we're in agreement, that, but that's just yeah, that, that's like kind of my. It's a, it's a good point, you know. I, I, I think. I, I just, I get, I guess, my greatest fear is for everybody to, to use the downfalls of organized religion as an excuse to not yes. adhere to a moral code. No, I agree. Uh, yeah. I, I I think if if you sit down, I dude I can't. It's we're in such a fucked world. I was gonna say if you sit down with world leaders, I I myself personally I don't have any faith in world leaders. I I think if you sit down in a conglomerate of the people that actually live in each country, you're gonna agree to everything to a. a an extent, you know, an extended percentage of an ex it's 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 just regardless of religion. I think uh, 
I think forcing people to believe in something that they don't believe in is wrong. And I think that men, pow- I think that powerful men that don't believe that there is a greater purpose to their lives or somebody watching them is extremely dangerous to society. And at, at the end of the day, well, what are your thoughts on all this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if, if people want to hear my thoughts. I'm on like the very opposite side of the spectrum. Like I'm someone who I'm, yeah, I'm honestly on the completely opposite. Like, I think that institutionalized things are good. Like I'm someone that will not believe 